Today on the Relationship Renovation Podcast, we answer an email that we received from a couple, and we delve into what happens when you have repetitive arguments with your partner that just escalate and escalate and escalate. We offer some real practical tools to help you in those difficult moments, and we focus on how these difficult moments can actually be ways for you to grow as an individual and for you and your partner to build a stronger relationship. So stay tuned. I know you're going to get a ton out of this episode. Do you want to feel more emotionally and intimately connected with your partner? Then we have the tool that is exactly right for you. We have a program called Relationship Renovation at Home, and it is an amazing way for you and your partner to have a structured way weekly to work together. Because we deserve awesomeness in our relationships. Just go to our website, relationshiprenovation.com. At the top, there's a link to at home program, and it will give you a free lesson. If you want to just check it out and see if it's something that works for you and your partner, we know it will make a significant positive impact on your relationship. Hello all and welcome to the Relationship Renovation Podcast. I'm Tara Kerwin. And my name is EJ Kerwin. And today we're going to have another one of our episodes where we are responding to listener questions. And it's a, a new part of our show that, you know, we, we get a lot of emails right now with people saying, hey, this is going on in my relationship. And a lot of it's like seeking seeking advice. What are your thoughts? Yeah, any feedback? Absolutely. And so some of them we write back and then we've also started a piece where we're spending episodes answering one or two of the emails. We always ask your permission. So if you send us an email, we'll write you back. We'll say, hey, is it all right if we discuss this on the show? We won't mention your name. You know, we'll keep it anonymous and we'll do our best with, you know, a small amount of information right. to answer your question in a really thoughtful way and hopefully give all of our audience and, and the person writing the email some feedback. And even if this email is not applicable to your relationship, I'm sure it's going to be applicable to someone you know. And so again, this is, yes, we're excited for today's podcast. And thank you to this listener for reaching out. Yeah, so send on in. If you do have any questions, if you have support that you're looking for, go ahead and send it on in to info at relationshiprenovation.com and we will interact with you. Okay, so I think the first piece is I'm gonna read this email and then we'll kind of go from there. Does that sound good? Sounds fantastic. I mean, okay. we've talked about it a little bit before we prepare ourselves for this. Hello, Tara and EJ. I want to say thank you for the amazing podcast you two create. Thank you. An idea I am feeling inspired and passionate about is talking about healthy ways to reconnect that passion between two people when it has maybe led to a breakup. My boyfriend and I have been together for almost 10 months. He asked me to be his girlfriend less than a week of knowing each other. We felt a strong connection emotionally, physically, and a spark, so we felt right dating. He is an avoidant attachment, and I'm in an anxious attachment. As we are both aware and constantly seeking more information regarding this to help us grow. Love that. We have broke up almost every month, but never once walked away from each other because of our understanding of each other. At the beginning of this month, we had a fight that was our worst one and we crossed each other's boundaries. I can only speak for myself. I really hurt him and it caused him to end things with me. 
He said he has no feelings, doesn't want a future with me, etc. I have fought for our love from the start because I adore this man. We were distant and I asked him to please be open to the idea of simply seeing if his feelings do change towards us. He has been letting me get a little close, but I know there's still hurt and there's still much doubt in his heart. I want him and I'm determined to fixing this and winning him back. I want him to know I am sorry and that I won't give us up and that if we can make it through this, I know we can make it through anything. What are your thoughts? Thank you. And just a follow-up, this listener said they have gotten back together, but there's still that kind of cautionary. Cautious still. Yeah. Well, I mean, the first thing that jumps out to me is that, and this is whether you've been together 10 months like this couple or you've been together 10 years, Mm -hmm. is that you will notice in your relationship that there are patterns that just start formulating. And oftentimes they start pretty early on in your relationship. And in the case of this couple, it sounds like these patterns are are happening pretty rapidly. But some couples, there are things that pop up every three months or every six months or every, you know, even every year sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it's so important to begin to look for patterns within your relationship. Because this listener said, we're breaking up every month right? For 10 months, that right there is a pattern. Yeah. And so what, you know, this listener is saying is like, we have this awareness of avoidant and anxious attachment, which is causing conflict between the two of us. And I think that is one of the things that can be the most frustrating for couples is when they like know that there's something that they're struggling with. And maybe even they've had some thoughtful conversations about it, yet it continues to happen and it gets like more and more overwhelming and it generally feels worse every time. And I would like to say this because you and I struggle with anxious attachment and avoidant attachment, right? Right, oh, Skippy. Those are, <laughs> and we have been together for 13 years and we still struggle with this and we are experts in this field. So it's not like, oh, we have this understanding and then everything's gonna like be beautiful rainbows. No, it is a constant intentional effort to understand each other, to understand that attachment style. And like our goal for our relationship for however long, hopefully forever, is building a secure attachment. And that means just establishing trust. And so this couple to me already feels like a little fiery, a little spicy, maybe some impulsivity. It sounds like they feel a lot and then they kind of break up and come back together. But the boundaries piece, this is where I really want to tackle this because a lot of us don't learn healthy boundaries and we don't know what they even are. And then we don't know how to establish them in relationships or we don't know how to identify them and let our partner know what our boundaries are. So when then they get crossed, that feels violating But we didn't even know what we crossed about because we didn't have boundaries that were determined and agreed upon. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's a really important thing. And so so what Tara is really pointing out is before we get into some of the attachment-based stuff, let's talk about the fact that there was a repetitive argument Mm -hmm. that led to a real kind of a blow-up argument. Right. And at that point, the listener said, like, boundaries were crossed. Right. And that's where these repetitive arguments create, like, such destruction is because we end up hurting our partner pretty bad, you know, in those moments. And so, boundaries 
is something separate from the attachment stuff. And it's beginning to sort of, um, like one way I've heard it referred to is finding fair fighting rules, mm. right? It's beginning to say like, define what your boundaries, what each of your boundaries are when you do inevitably get into an argument. A really good example, because we do this with a lot of couples that enter our center because there's that constant threat of divorce or breakup. And we say, listen, you guys are here. And you have to establish a boundary around this threat because that ongoing threat is not going to help you guys create secure attachment and or emotional safety. And so couples will start to understand why. And the boundary is like, if we get into a fight, we are not bringing up the idea of divorce or separation. That is not happening. We are in this together. And that is a boundary. And if it's crossed, there is a consequence. Well, and and the boundary, as far as that goes, if this was one of the boundaries that you or this listener wanted to put in, is that like we don't threaten breaking up in a heated moment. It's not that you say like, hey, we're never ever going to discuss this, right? It's not like we're taking this completely off the table, but we're saying we're establishing the boundary that in the context of a heightened moment when we're both reacting emotionally, that will not be the time that we discuss that. And again, you won't get it perfect. And you might, in the heat of the moment, like we have a hard time regulating ourselves and it might be said, but you repair it very quickly. You come back and say, oh my gosh, I just crossed that boundary. I'm so sorry. I, right? I'm, I'm working on this. I'm working on how to like self-soothe. So the other thing about, about setting up a boundary here is oftentimes we discover we've crossed a boundary when we've already crossed it. And so there is some work you can do with your partner preventatively, right? Is that you guys could take some time apart from one another and say like, hey, when we enter into emotionally reactive moments, when we are quarreling, these are the things that are important. These are my boundaries. These are things maybe from past relationships that I've learned, maybe from my family of origin I've learned, mm -hmm. you know, things like I don't want to be cursed at, yeah. you know, things that feel dangerous, like somebody breaking something or throwing something, you know, mm -hmm. like kind of going down your list of things of like, if you cross that boundary, I'm not going to be able to emotionally regulate. Like it's just going to accelerate. It's not going to help. And it's so much better to know where that boundary is going into a difficult moment than to discover like, oh my gosh, I just crossed a boundary and find out like, you know, either during it or even afterwards being like, oh my gosh, I, yeah. I did some serious damage here. And just think of a boundary simply as this is okay. This is not okay. And it's so great to have this talk with your partner when you're in a neutral place because we help each other become our best selves, right? And so we, we're supporting each other. We're not saying you're bad because you crossed a boundary. We're saying, wow, we have to continue to learn our own boundaries and each other's boundaries. And they're going to be different and they're going to be unique and both are okay. And this is how you grow and this is how you develop and this is how you create an amazing, trusting, secure relationship. You don't just come into relationships with healthy boundaries and all the skills, but you come in, our baggage starts to get spread out all over the place. And we say, how do we pack this up and, and make this feel good for us? Yes. So, so we're offering here 
some tools to deal with high conflict moments in your relationship. The first one is beginning to understand your boundaries and then communicating in a non-reactive moment, in a moment where you guys, nothing is going on that, that's heightening your, your mood state, right? The next tool we wanna give you is one we've talked a bunch about over the years, is having a intervention in the moment when a boundary does get crossed and you become escalated, and that's code word. That is code word. A code word is all about, we actually had an entire podcast with Jesse Crawl on window of tolerance. I would go back and listen to that. It's amazing. But the idea of window of tolerance is like we lose ourselves. We lose the ability to regulate and have clear thinking when we are out of our window of tolerance, meaning our central nervous system is starting to feel threatened. We're in flight, fight, or freeze. Our heart starts to race. We're sweating. I can feel tightness in my chest. Like You have to really recognize when you're getting out of your window of tolerance and say, burnt toast. That's our code word. That's our code word. EJ... I am in this place right now and it's not good. And anything I say from here on out or do will not be good. And I don't want to do that to myself. I don't want to do that to you. I don't want to do that to our family. Most importantly, I don't want to do that to myself. I'm trying to stay grounded and calm and like a loving spiritual being. That's who I want to be. I don't want to be that escalated person, right? So how do you understand, identify when you're getting out of your window of tolerance and then how do you take care of yourself in that moment but then come back with your partner. Absolutely. So code word is, again, something that has to be established, not when you guys are in the middle of conflict. This is something that that you and your partner could do this weekend, right? You guys could sit down and you could say like, hey, we really want to protect our relationship. We Mm -hmm. really want to foster and take care of our relationship, even in the difficult moments. And so let's figure out first, first, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Let's have a little bit of fun. You know, what's what's like a fun word? Because we don't want it to be something that, you know, you're like yelling at the other person or it's jagged and, and jabby. You know, you want it to be something that that maybe is a little bit of playful. Right. So you you create your code word together. You agree to it. That's nice. You've made an agreement. Mm-hmm. And then you say, hey, we're looking each other in the eyes in a loving way. And we're saying, if one of us says this word, that means we stop. And not everybody is like this, but a lot of us are. There's like everything in our body and our mind is telling us, don't stop, yeah. you know, don't stop. And so we say like, we've made the agreement, we stop. But then the next and most important part in some ways about this is when we stop 
and we go apart for an agreed amount of time, whether it's 15 minutes or an hour, we go and we do self-reflection. We don't go stop, go away and just think like, I can't believe Tara said that. Like, are you kidding me? Like what a blah, 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 blah you know, because yeah. I'm not going away to build up my defenses and get my all my weapons ready to come back in. I'm walking away to self-reflect and be like, okay, I'm gonna calm myself down. I'm gonna come back to my window of tolerance. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna settle my central nervous system. And I'm gonna reflect what happened for me. And then when you do come back, it's a sharing of what was happening for you in a vulnerable way I felt upset, scared, lonely, misunderstood. And the more you do this, the more you understand yourself better, which then helps your partner understand you better. And then you guys just keep getting better at it and better at it of understanding triggers of trying. We're we're always going to trigger our partner. That's like just a, a given. Yeah. But the more we can understand ourselves and help our partner understand what's happening for us, because a lot of our triggers are from attachment wounds. So a perfect segue, right? So you're in a heightened moment with your partner, you're hitting that pattern that's that's negative, that's pulled you apart in the past. Now you have a code word, so you've, you've pulled apart before, maybe you know destructive things were, were done or said. And then now we can get into, with this couple that wrote the letter, is, okay, what is this about? Yeah. So two things really quickly. We have an entire podcast on code word go listen to it. We also have a, an entire podcast on what to do to self-regulate on the RAIN technique, recognize, allow, investigate, nurture. So again, if you want to go further into detail around those two topics, please go check out those podcasts. Yeah, I'll, actually, I'll put the links to those two episodes in this show notes. Awesome. So if that's connecting with you out there, go ahead and click that and I'll give you a direct link to that episode. Perfect. So with avoidant attachment, anxious, preoccupied attachment, there's a few attachment styles out there, but we're going to focus on those two. That is like our needs were not met when we were children. And we all have these on, a lot of us walk around with unmet needs. And of course, we want the person that we fall madly in love with to be the one person that freaking meets our needs. But then we put them into a very unrealistic position because that is not what the partner's job is. It is to be respectful, understand your needs, for you to be able to say, hey, this is important to me. And then the partner can like, oh, yes or no. But it is not your partner's job to intuit what your needs are. It's our job to recognize this feels bad. I am triggered. What's happening for me? Oh, I'm feeling insignificant right now. Like when EJ doesn't send me a cute little morning note and I feel sad and lonely, I feel insignificant. Oh, well, my entire childhood, I felt invisible and insignificant, right? I have to like do that work myself. I have to know that I am important. EJ loves me. I love me. This is just like this little moment that happened that made me feel really sad. It's not your responsibility to constantly make me feel important. It is my responsibility to let you know when I'm triggered and how that showed up for me. So for for this couple and for really every couple is, you know, we have to look at these difficult moments between the two of us as indicators of each of our own personal work, right? And we have to 
before we do the work of like, hey, how do we integrate and how do we deal with this dynamic, both people really have to understand that, that in the case of this couple, that what is being triggered is stuff that will reappear in whatever relationship that you're in. Yeah. And that instead of looking at of like, like, you know, because I'm hearing in this listener's email a lot about, it seems like she's taking on a lot of responsibility mm -hmm. to mend. And she can mend and take accountability for maybe the boundaries that were crossed in that really difficult moment. But both partners mm -hmm. have to really take a really deep look at like, okay, like, what is this personal growth that is being pointed out here? You know, what is this one person who's the more anxious partner is, what is this gripping I do? Or what is this like, mm. what is this frustration that I feel when when a need goes unmet? And, and maybe the more avoidant partner is, what is this part of me that isn't able to fully share myself? Or mm. what is this part of me that in these moments that just really wants to flee? Yeah. You know, you really have to dig deep into like, okay, what is this relationship highlighting about my own personal growth? Well, and look at the perfect combination of an avoidant and anxious attachment. And it's super unconscious. It's you and I to a T. And it plays out so beautifully because the more I try to get from you, the more you try to withdraw. And it just becomes this like unconscious pulley system that feels awful, but it's also familiar because that's what we've done our whole life. See me, hear me. Oh, I don't want to be in conflict. Avoid this. And so it takes a lot of intentional effort. And I will say with anxious and avoidant attachment, like it's really hard because sometimes I feel like, oh, EJ just doesn't have as many needs as I do. But I recognize you have just as many. It's just harder for you to say this is what I'm needing because you've been so avoidant of conflict or uncomfortable emotions. And I can't wait for the day where you're just as verbal as me, like, hey, honey, this is what would feel good. This, But you're, you're still working on that, right? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, because sometimes I feel like, am I just perfect? Because he's not really telling me what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he's, I don't trigger you a lot, I don't think. Oh, come on now. Well, you I'm could, just saying, you I, you who's more, but on. who's more vocal about needs? Uh, oh, for for sure, you are. Yeah, yeah. So because yeah. it's a it's an emotional risk for you, but I I can't wait for that day when you're like, Tara, I just gotta let you know that was like really that really upset me, and here's what it made me feel. And you do that more than you used to, but like I I can't wait for that day where I'm like, yeah, because I want to grow. Yeah. And and so notice like the way we're talking about it right now is sort of the way that that hopefully we're role modeling to this couple as well mm -hmm. is that you know the two of you need to understand each other better. I mean that really is is at the heart of it is like how do we establish sort of a paradigm where we're becoming as Stan Tatkin says yeah, like gonna... we're becoming experts in each other because you know yeah, this I love couple there's Yeah, they're saying they're they're saying like look we monthly we have these these really difficult moments and so you know again instead of looking at it as just like disruptive how do we avoid this instead it's like okay like how do we use this data like you know how do we under how do i use these moments to understand you better and really at the end of the day how do i use these moments to understand myself better so i can report it to you and then to go into dr stan tatkin's triple p's plan predict prepare you guys know 
the listener that wrote in that every single month you guys have been breaking up. What are you going to do to do something different next time? You're going to plan, predict, prepare. Is there a certain time of the month? Is there a certain feeling of like, oh, here we go again? And not to correct you, honey, but but you want to switch that around. Predict plan and prepare because the oh, first yeah. thing is you want to you want to be and just, just for everyone out there like really cluing into the process is this couple says it happens every month so it's it's a safe prediction mm-hmm. that it's going to happen next month yep. so so hey how do we create like a list of like okay mm-hmm. how do we predict not just that it's going to happen but maybe when it's going to happen when, when are the times of the month when are what are the the particular agitators you know let's predict <laughs> down to as best as we can when this is, is going to happen then we're going to prepare we're going to re- we're going to have our code word ready mm-hmm. we're going to be aware of e- of our own windows of tolerance we're going to support each other around code word and windows of yes. tolerance yep. and yeah and 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 you you know we can't prepare and plan for everything but my gosh it's going to definitely have eyes wide open instead of shut where it's just coming up and right hijacking us that's the one thing we don't want the more you can predict plan and prepare you are setting yourself up for success for that next uncomfortable moment yeah i mean the beautiful thing though about this couple that that i loved uh, that came through was yeah. That they already have an awareness about it. Yep. And they're trying to be proactive. And that's, you know, that's that's the best thing we can do is, is have our eyes open. The the difficult part about that is it's it's a saying we use at our center a lot is, you know, when you walk through the world with your eyes open, you get more sand in them. You know, mm-hmm. that that when you when you have that level of awareness, it's difficult because you know, you know what you're gonna face and you know what your own, you know, sort of the aspects of yourself that are wounded and you know that about your partner. And so it's a little more difficult to be that open to it, but it's certainly the pathway to having a really stable, loving, kind, uh, respectful relationship. And I feel like to really finish this off, because first of all, thank you for this email. Look at how much we got to kind of go into so many different areas of relationship wellness, but remembering the why. Like I know when I was in the depths of despair with UE, I was like, I know I love him. Like I know he's this awesome human. I remember the day you proposed, like I, there wasn't a question in my mind. There was no, no, there all parts of me said yes. So at my core, even when we're in a painful place, I'm always like, my why is because I think you're the most amazing human I've ever met in my life. Do I lose that? for sure. But if you can come back to that core of why, that will keep you going. Just people lose it because they get overwhelmed. But we are here to tell you, we have seen thousands of couples shift in beautiful, beautiful ways because of always connecting to that why. Absolutely. Well, again, we just want to thank this listener. Uh, We want to thank all of our audience because, you know, we just have an amazing community that we've built and we're continuing to build of people who are focusing on their own personal growth and who are focusing on building healthy, loving relationships, which creates healthy, uh, loving families, which creates healthy, loving communities. I mean, this is at the core 
of our mission. And yeah. so, you know, one one real just like request of you is tell somebody about this show, mm -hmm. you know, tell somebody who's in a relationship that you think would value the information that that we share, the discussions we have, you know, just just pass it on because we know that these things work, you know, like Tara said, we've, you know, thousands of people now have had just incredible experiences through focusing on their relationship in this way. So please share our podcast. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Take care of yourselves, take care of each other. You deserve secure, loving connection and awesomeness. Bye-bye. Me and you just singing on the train, me and you listening to the rain, me and you, we are the same, me and you have all the fame we need, indeed you and me are we. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.